Hi everybody, welcome to the Cock and Crow podcast. This is episode 11. <laughs> I'm your host Katie and with me as always is my lovely co-host Chris. Hi everybody. Uh, we have we have recently released an e-course called Reality Rehab where we kind of help people step outside of the one-dimensional mainstream American dream way that we're taught to do things, which is just go to school, get married, buy a house, have kids, fill up your 401k, retire, die, basically. And uh, the course just kind of shows people that there's more to life than that. There's more than one way to be healthy. There's more than one way to be in relationships. There's more than one way to make money. Um, And that's sort of our stitch in general with our podcast, with our blog, with everything that we do. Um, We just like to get people thinking outside the box and challenge what they believe and challenge what they think is possible. Um, And so right along with that idea is sort of our topic for today, which is the general excuses um, that people make for being unhealthy. The blocks, you know, that people perceive are in their way for staying unhealthy, all the reasons why they can't make changes or do this or that or the other thing. And we have a very special guest on our podcast tonight. Her name is Heather, and she is a health and wellness coach. So she has the unique perspective of professionally guiding people through stuff like this. Um, so we're happy to have her here and have her input. Hi, Heather. Hi, guys. <laughs> so I thought it would be fun um, to start this podcast by just sharing with you guys like our individual stories because we're not just like beautiful, skinny white people that just like always were. Like we all three of us have individual stories of being brought up super mainstream and being kind of deep in in the rat race and the um, sort of mechanical just way of life where you just you just get stuck in your sitting behind your desk all day and eating your convenient food and you know just kind of shoving things away um, I think you should go first, I can Chris, because sure, sure, sure. yours is just, like, so dramatic and wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's, like, super typical, though. Like, I grew up just super, I mean, I was the mainstreamist, you know, of the mainstream. Like, it was just, I went to public school, I, you know, just got out and got a job, and all I was kind of indoctrinated in is just to, like, you, you, you know, you go to school, you go to college, you get a job, you work for the rest of your life. And you, like Katie just said, you retire and you're usually fat and unhealthy and miserable, um, as anybody is at that age. And then you just kind of... But all in the name of like... All in the name of the the American American dream. dream. Yeah, totally. Like you buy a house, you get married, you do the whole stupid thing. Um, and so I was just like a robot, you know, and I got out of school and I was a robot and I, I kind of went right into corporate America, you know, started working at a big office and, um, you know, in a sense, like at the time I loved part of it because I was like, this is cool. I'm doing what I was supposed to do, you know, like, yeah, exactly. Like I'm, I'm, I'm upwardly mobile. I'm successful. I'm I'm, I'm drawing a pretty good paycheck, you know, and then it's like, Hey, I can buy a house. Hey, I bought a BMW. Like this shit's like rolling, you know? And then like one day I realized, Oh my God, I'm just like kind of miserable actually. And like, then I realized, oh, I'm never going to actually be like what I really want to be if I keep going on this path because like 
nobody that like I really actually look up to at this point does anything like what I'm doing. You know, all the people that I look up to are totally doing their own thing and they're independent and they're healthy and they have their own ideas and their own unique vision. And it's not anything like this American dream that I was sort of, you know, brought up to, to believe. And so um, anyway, I kind of got off track. But my story is, yeah, so I, I, I worked in corporate America um, and um, I just kind of at one point it got really, really unhealthy, like around the, um, what were you like 30? Yeah. Like around my early 30, like around the time I hit 30, I, I started just putting on weight and not exercising like really at all and eating whatever I wanted, which was mostly just like cheeseburgers, you know, <laughs> and, chops. and pizza and pork chops <laughs> and, 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 you know, lots of wine and thing, beer and things like that. Nothing's wrong with wine. In no, 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 of course. No, I mean, I love all that, but yeah, I mean, everything is fine in just moderation. I mean, yeah. yeah, I, I ate a cheeseburger today even. And so, and I'm not ashamed, but it's and because, I drank wine. Yeah. Wow. And so did I. But, it, I mean, it's fine. But the problem was, is, like, um, instead of, like, you know, countering those things with, you know, healthy lifestyle and healthy food otherwise and doing it in moderation, I was just doing it all day every day and not cooking healthy food at home and and um, not really working out or exercising. And then to kind of solve these issues, I would go to a doctor, you know, a regular just MD through my stupid insurance plan, because that's what, you know, that's what our system is. And the doctor would just, instead of saying, Hey, you need to go exercise and you need to eat right. They would say, here, take these pills and everything will be fine. You know? And so I started first, I got on, um, well, let's see, what was it? First I was sort of diagnosed as, as, uh, ADD, ADHD, whatever. And so I got... You didn't want to sit at your desk job yeah, and just I, exactly. be doing your work. Complacent. So, so I got uh, prescribed Adderall and I was on that for like five years, believe it or not. Oh and um, it got to a point where like I couldn't, you know, fall asleep at night because I'm taking, well, I'm taking speed every morning. <laughs> Um, you know, go figure. So to counter the not being able to go to bed, I started, I got prescribed these sleeping pills. So I was taking speed in the morning. Um, and then I was taking sleeping pills at night, all of course, under medical, you know, um, advice. And, um, and then I just wasn't really happy. So of course the doctor's like, well, maybe you should try some antidepressants. So I'm like, great, you know, more the merrier. So like, I don't even remember what they were. I, it was like Wellbutrin or some garbage. Um, so I'm taking all these pills, basically, and I realized one day, oh my god, I'm I'm a zombie. Like I'm a mess. I have no control over my my life at all. And I was like, you know, thirty or forty pounds overweight, and um, taking all these pills. And I I realized one day, um, you know, because the the pills are kind of expensive. Like the Adderall was forty or fifty dollars a month. The sleeping pills are forty fifty dollars a month. And I'm realizing I have to pay a hundred and twenty dollars a month just to like exist, you know, just to like wake up and go to bed at night. Um, and that's insane. Um, and so <laughs> I, I decided I'm just going to blow all this up cause this isn't, this is ridiculous. And so I went through this like really terrible sort of withdrawal period. Um, and, and, and finally got off of all of these pills and, you know, kind of vowed to never do anything like that ever, ever again. Um, but still, I was really kind of just unhealthy and overweight, and so... Um, well, and you were... At, I mean, after you got off the major stuff, you were still taking... 
like antacids oh, yeah. for I was, stomach yeah, yeah, totally. allergy I, pills. And... Yeah, allergy pills and uh, thyroid medication because, of course, I was eating garbage every day. So, like, of course, your thyroid's going to be off. Um, so, yeah, I was still taking those three other pills, too, all, all along at the same time, um, thinking, of course, that's, that's what you need <laughs> because that's what – that's what that's just how we are well right? and you i'm know? getting older yeah exactly right. all that stuff you're told yeah the doctor says this is just how it is and yeah. so um yeah so uh, uh yeah the antacids every day which i look back on now and think god what a nightmare that was just insane um so yeah um i eventually just got i blew all that up and got rid of all that stuff um and it took some, it took some help i mean i had a lot of outside influence <laughs> well what were you gonna well say? with danielle yeah with our amazing body talk practitioner danielle haynes yeah because um, she also has a background in nutrition um yes. and so she kind of came in and um just sort of with logic was like well let's just let's just kind of break down like why you're even taking this stuff and what what sort of the root cause of you even needing to um, mm-hmm. do mm-hmm. this and sort of just getting real with like daily stomach aches like come yeah. on daily allergy attacks like that's not it doesn't have to be that way yeah um, and it was super interesting to find that once I got off all that stuff and just started like eating you know real actual food um, that all of those things regulated on their own like I don't ever get stomach aches anymore because I unless I eat garbage you know go figure <laughs> unless I eat like really really bad that day then I'll get a stomach ache which makes sense uh, but otherwise no I never ever I'll go months and months sometimes without getting a stomach ache um, my thyroid is totally normal now um, my uh, I don't really have allergy well I s- still kind of deal with that a little bit but I kind of know why um, it's because I don't you know, sometimes I still eat things that can contribute to that, but, um, at least I know what's going on. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm totally, totally just off all of that stuff. Um, and it really came down to just eating healthy food and, um, exercising regularly and just like living a healthy lifestyle, you know, go figure. Cause like, that's what the doctors say all the time. You can take all these pills and you can be miserable or you can like change your lifestyle. And everybody's like, well, give me the pills. Yeah. And, and it's that's like, easier. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And it's like, it's not easy. Like it's so easy to like be healthy. It's stupid, you know, and everybody just has such a just mental block. They're so, there's such an aversion to that. And they just can't even wrap their heads around it. And it's crazy. Like, it's not hard. Um, and you feel so much better. Like, the pills don't may help you feel okay. good. You know, you feel good on your own. Um, so I don't know if that's my story. Is that my story? That's pretty much your story. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, and I think I, I kind of had a similar story because I had a reasonably, you know, mainstream upbringing just, just kind of the same way. And so when I moved out and got on my own, I just you know, got a desk job and shopped at shitty grocery stores and bought what was on sale and watched a lot of TV and didn't move around or get fresh air or exercise or, you know, because you're just kind of going through the motions. Um, And then my big awakening started with learning about women's health, learning about pregnancy, learning about birth, um... And then just sort of being like, well, what, what else, you know, what else is there? Um, and going to the store and, and reading labels and being like, well, what is this? What is this in my food? And just being like so curious, not even being like over the top or depressed about it, but just being like, what is this? Like, what am I buying? What am I putting in my body? Um, 
and kind of once you start doing that, at least once I started doing that, it just sort of snowballed into everything. So I was like, what am I feeding my body? What are these products I'm slathering on my body? What is this shit I'm like cleaning my house with and then like breathing into my body? You know, it was just like everything in my life in a really like fun, inspiring way became like a conscious choice. Um, where everything I was doing or not doing, you know, was really intentional. And that happened over the course of some years. You know, it wasn't like I woke up in one day and, and threw everything out and knew exactly what to do. And so that that was just, that was my thing. And it was just as easy, like, just like you said, mm-hmm. just eating real food. Like, not saying, not putting a label on it and saying, like, oh, I'm gluten-free or dairy-free or vegetarian or you know I just like ate real whole food like meat and vegetables Mm -hmm. and fruit and you know nuts and beans and stuff where there was yeah Yeah. sprouts (laughs) sometimes too many sprouts (laughs) but you know food where there's not a label where you don't even have to think about it because it's from the earth or you you know where it came from or you know how it was processed um and just the basic stuff like Chris was saying that that is so easy to do but um you make excuses why you can't I don't have time it's too expensive it's too expensive I don't have the money I just I just can't even I don't have the mental space to like organize making these changes um and it's like as a human you you need whole fresh food you need fresh air um I think one thing that we also ignore too is just like our emotional health you know how much we can store our emotions that then translates into weight that we put on that we can't seem to lose because we're shoving things down we're not processing experiences we're hanging out with shitty people we're in bad relationships we're sitting behind shitty desks all day working with with people that aren't cool and so just kind of all all of that you know it's not just the food it's not just the physical health it's your mental health your emotional health your spiritual health your community your it's all those things and once you put all those pieces together it's sort of like a default that unless you have some underlying fucking like legit medical condition you know you're going to be but even then like eating real food yeah is only gonna help you yeah Yeah. like that's not an excuse no yeah no um one thing i forgot that i I definitely want to point out is for me one of the hugest catalysts for change was quitting my office job because like i feel like office jobs are really terrible for your health like they're just not conducive to a healthy lifestyle at all you know they they kind of put a lot of demands on your time and in a very sort of structured and rigid way and you're only allowed to sort of eat at a certain time and you don't have a lot of ways to sort of prepare healthy food in an office or store healthy food i mean you you can sure but you sort of really have to go way out of your way and that's and not it, what anybody else is doing no, no. it's not no exactly so and you're so the weird person you that like fall into what lunch. everyone else is doing yeah. yeah it's really hard when you don't have any kind of support like that and so i mean well, i'm not saying you got to quit your office job but like kind of you kind of you kind of yeah do. yeah because <laughs> it's gonna be so much easier you know yeah. well then everyone's bringing in like pizza and it's always somebody's birthday and around the holidays like there's always garbage cookies and cakes everywhere all the time and it's just a mess and it's just not good it's not it's not a it's not a healthy it's not a healthy way to live besides like 
Sounds like a nightmare. You need to think for yourself and do your own thing and and quit working for the man and, you know, all of that. (laughs) (laughs) So, Heather, (laughs) tell us your your metamorphosis. Oh, so I got married really, really young, and I was pregnant by the time I was 19. (laughs) And in the span of... 10 years, I gave birth to six babies and, um, through surrogacy and my own biological children, um, I had two singleton pregnancies and two twin pregnancies, which were very difficult, um, just really demanding, um, in all the ways, in all all the the ways. ways, so, um, I first had uh, my own three kids, and then I decided to be a surrogate, and that's when I first found out that my thyroid was starting to fail me at twenty four. At twenty four, <laughs> <laughs> at twenty four, I had, I was hypothyroid, wow. and I went. On, I started on um, synthroid, and I. Because that's the only option, right? And I, I just, I got a phone call from the doctor and was like, "You're gonna start taking these meds," and I was like, "Wait, wait, wait, what's that one for?" And they're like, "Oh, well, your thin, your your thyroid is low functioning, so that's what that one's for." And I was like, "I didn't even what? I didn't even talk about this. I didn't even know that. I didn't. I you didn't. I." So I was just going to start taking this medication along with all the other ones, you know, all the hormones. For the rest of your life, of course. Right. (laughs) And they're like, just take this and this and this and, uh, you know, and then you'll be pregnant with these babies and it'll be great. And and so I did go on to have a healthy pregnancy um, uh, with those, with that set of twins and, um, and I was on the medication and everything seemed fine and then um, I stopped taking. I stopped taking it because I was not being monitored by that same doctor, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, I didn't really understand it. I didn't really see the value in it. I just didn't really think yeah. it was a real thing." <laughs> mm-hmm. So, meanwhile, I have my own three kids at home, and then I did another surrogacy, and then um, we started down the path of uh, foster care. And adoption, and my 20s were just filled with raising babies and, <laughs> and growing them and giving them away. Giving sometimes. them away, and just all of my energy was just focused um, not on me. Mm-hmm. And I just completely just let myself fall apart, and I didn't prioritize, prioritize myself ever. Because that's kind of seen as like selfish and it's your kids first and it's everything else first. It's your family, it's your husband, it's your kids and Mm. mom is last, Mm -hmm. you know, you take time to take your bath by yourself or go get your hair done and every, you've got like 20 people waiting for you at home and crying and nothing's you know everything fell apart when you're gone so I'm not going to do that again because that was terrible I had to come home and like clean that up and it wasn't worth it no so 
and there I was like, I was 27, 28, and I was thinking about my 10-year, I guess I was 27, and I was thinking about my 10-year reunion at high school, mm. and I was like, I don't want to show up and be this fat mom. Right. <laughs> like, what have you done in 10 years? Oh, well, I've just had like six babies, you know. Look at me And now, now I'm fat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, but like aside from just being fat, you probably felt like shit. I felt like shit. I mean. Yeah. I totally felt like shit. Like I was just so tired. I was a zombie. Like I wasn't mm. sleeping. I wasn't. I couldn't fit into my clothes. Like, that's like when the yoga pants started. Mm. Like, just everything stretchy because then you don't notice. Mm. Like, I didn't notice that I weighed 200 pounds, like, after my last delivery. Like, I was like, oh, like, <laughs> that's mm. fine. <laughs> you know, I just, I'll just wear some yoga pants. Yeah. yeah. That doesn't fix it. Like, buying stretchier pants doesn't help anything. No. Except, like, breathing. (laughs) Like, breathing after you eat. Like, if you're wearing some stretchy pants, that helps. Um, Well, and you weren't, like, healthy in the rest of your life, though. Like, you didn't have a supportive partner. I didn't have anyone. Like, I was just a zombie. Yeah. Like, I lived, I woke up, I had kids... I found solace in food and TV and, mm. you know, whatever, Facebook. Because that's, that's all you had. Right. Which uh, is so fucked up. Which right. is not how it's supposed right. to be. So I decided that I was just going to do something different because I had been waiting, like, all this time, like, there was always something coming up. Like, oh, well, I was going to do another surrogacy. And so probably shouldn't start, like, an exercise program right before I get pregnant with, you know, another baby. And mm. and then I'm thinking, well, why am I putting my life on hold for other people? Right. Mm-hmm. This whole time, I've been putting my life on hold for so for anything else. Right. Anything else that comes up, oh, I'll just step back and I'll just pause what I'm doing and pause what's important to me. Right. And I'll do what you need, what you want, what's good for you. autopilot. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm falling apart. Yeah. Like, this isn't going to last. This is not sustainable. And um, so I decided that I was going to start exercising and... So what did you do? Like, how did you do that with seven kids and, like, a kind of a checked out Well, I only had six at that point. I only had six. (laughs) Well, that's way different. (laughs) I only had six when I started working out. (laughs) And I started working out at home. I started doing, like, exercise videos at home. And, um, you know, during nap time, I was just going to take that time was my time. Mm. And the kids knew, like, Mommy's not going to be happy if you interrupt. Like, this is my 30 minutes today. Right. Mm -hmm. You can have whatever you want. Like, we'll do anything else after this time. But, like, don't knock on my door. Right. For 30 minutes. Because I'm busy. 
Um, and I just really needed to set that time aside. Like people, sometimes people work out with their kids. I don't know. I just couldn't focus on my, I have so many kids and the rest of my life. I just had to shut the door and like do my workout and like focus on myself. Um, and then in that same time frame, like my kids had food allergies and we were trying to figure that stuff out. So our whole family went like gluten-free, mm. you know, grain-free, everything. Mm-hmm. And I uh, only bought, like, whole foods, whole meat, like, like you said, like, real, real food. Just yeah. was that real like, food, nothing packaged. Right. Yeah. And... Was that the first time you had really thought about food? Yeah. Like that critically? Yeah, because... Um, and it was for a couple reasons. Like, it was mainly for, like, our adopted babies that were having... Mm huge like um behavioral issues and emotional issues and i was Mm. thinking like could this be a gluten or dairy intolerance i don't know like i was grasping at anything i mean it was probably the drugs (laughs) but that they got in utero that they got in utero (laughs) Mm -hmm. but there's nothing i could do about that now so i was just trying to go through everything that i could so Mm. i completely eliminated um all those things from our whole family's diet because they're babies and they get things they just grab other people's food so i was like there's no way to completely eliminate it unless it's just not in the house so after doing that i found out that our baby with chronic asthma and skin issues didn't need his medication daily Mm. multiple times daily Mm -hmm. wow like Breathing treatments three times, three, four times a day, like, since he was a baby. Like, he didn't need them anymore. Just crazy. Like, he was healthy for the first time in his two years of existence. Yeah. Like, he could breathe, and he wasn't sick. Like, he didn't have a fever. He wasn't miserable, Mm. and he wasn't on medication. And... So we found out he was allergic to all kinds of stuff. Um, I dropped a bunch of weight. Behavioral problems still continued. But <laughs> <laughs> but um, all these other good things happened from, you know, figuring out, like, real food. So that was definitely a breakthrough. Like, look what happens. Yeah. Um, so then I just continued, like... I need to fuel my body for, like, the things that I want to be doing. I want to be active. Like, I was able to, like, go to the pool with my kids and, like, wear a bathing suit and play with them and go on, like, walks with them and jog with them and chase them and actually catch them. And, like, I wasn't fat and sad anymore and like and out of breath right and, and just you know and people people started like other people started to notice like and I was able to enjoy like enjoy the simple things like that in life like yeah. enjoy my kids more like that is what our lives are about like enjoying yeah. what you have enjoying what you've built enjoying what you're working for right it shouldn't be just like slave labor like just a cycle of drudgery like right going through the motions yeah going through all the motions and feeling like shit yeah there were no highlights to that life like there wasn't any like 
we were existing. We were just breathing. Yeah. And existing. Um, which, once you get a taste of that, once you get a taste of, like, the real life, you can't stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you've realized how good your body can feel. Like, you don't, you never even knew that before. Right. And that's when you just it's a snowball it's right. a snowball effect like what it what is next what else can i do what what else am i missing like it's just definitely you get a little taste and then you discover so much more yeah well and like we were talking about the other day like we're we're in this like We've, like, dug ourselves in this weird, shitty hole with the whole, like, um, everybody is beautiful (laughs) bullshit. (laughs) Like, where we're just, like, we just, that's all we can say is, oh, you're beautiful. Oh, you're beautiful. Uh Correct. Yeah, Yeah. we have to. And it's, like, actually, you're overweight. And let's talk about that. Not because you need to look like a supermodel in a two-piece. No. But let's talk about how you feel. Let's have a real body, though. Yeah. Like, and that's not a real functional body. No. Like, that doesn't function. That's no. not functioning properly. No. It's an indicator that something is up. Yeah. Right. You know, what is going on in your life that that right. when you're, you're starting to when deteriorate When you're even like 20 pounds overweight, can you imagine carrying your child on your back? No. All day, every yeah. day, taking a shower, taking a shit, just whatever you're doing, going grocery shopping, you have like right. a whole child attached to your body, how much right. extra stress that is yeah. on your whole system. Not to mention like your fat is where all the toxins right. love to just hang out. That's where your to- your body is like storing them in your fat cells for safety. Right. Because that's like the farthest away from your organs. Right. So put them in the fat. Right. And then make more fat cells to take all the toxins. And but we be, can't talk right. about that. We, we just yeah. have to say, oh, you look great. Right. Oh, don't don't fat shame her. Don't Mm-mm. body shame her. It's like, no, 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 no. We're just, what? <laughs> You're so triggered. We right. can't even talk about right. it. You know? It's it's a shitty it's like come back around to like bite us in the ass. Right. I feel like it's just so systemic though. It comes from the top down. Like people don't have any idea what they can even do to change anything like that. They or, only know the misinformation that's out there. Right. right. And they only know like what their doctors tell them who Once are often have... totally misguided too. Yeah. And they, and they just, use all the excuses like, oh, well, I, I've got two kids. Oh, well, I work full time. Right. Oh, when well, am I going to ever work out? Yeah, you know, oh, yeah. I just I'm put on my so much weight now. And yeah. So this put on is weight just with what the happens. babies. Yeah. And now I'm breastfeeding too. Yeah, so like so, I can't. Right. So instead of educating <laughs> themselves, they just um, embrace their fatness. You and know? Well, and then they, um, <laughs> then they validate each other. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. We'll just be fat moms together. Yeah. You know, oh, it's, you look great. You look oh, so great. It's not, and it's like, no, we're not talking about Let's how you look. Just get some cute leggings that match. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> Let's Seriously. just, and then we can just paint our nails. When really, like, 
there's a way bigger problem. Yeah. And we don't, I feel like the biggest disconnect too is that we don't connect the things. We don't connect how we feel to how much we weigh, to what we eat, to how much we move. To our relationships. To our shitty relationships, to how we've set up right. our lives, mm-hmm. you know. And your body be, doesn't feel good. And then you start thinking like, well, I'm not worth very much. Right. Why am I so sad? And then it's a victim. And then you're a victim. And you spiral and then, down. Yeah. Then you can't have healthy relationships with other people, right. with your friends, with your husband, right. with your kids. Right. You don't appreciate all, appreciate any of that because you're so ripped apart in right. different directions and sad. So you're just in a cycle, and it just <laughs> keeps feeding the problem, and, you know... Just get fatter and sadder, yeah. and... <laughs> and it sounds, like, so cliche, but it's, like, you can't... Like, the first healthy relationship has to be the one that you have with you, where you're, like, my 30 minutes of working out is not selfish. Like, no. I, I deserve that. I need that to be the best mom. Like, that's what I need as a human. The basic, basic <laughs> thing that I, you know... <laughs> Just please, you know, it's like for if the you, love. Yeah, if you can't even like claim that for yourself, or or fuel your body with good clean food, or if you can't even do that, how are you going to have healthy boundaries with your friends, with your family? How are you going to be in a relationship right. where you're like, treated? Oh, I can't even go to the bathroom by myself. What? Right. And but it's just validated. Right. Oh, me know? either. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And the husband thing, too. Oh, the husband this, the husband that. Oh, oh yeah, well, uh, you know, we just validate, like, how shitty men can be. Right. Oh, that's, that's not just, cool for them. Right. You know? Like, it's just it's just this whole... No, my husband doesn't help either, right. you know? Oh, yeah. mine doesn't either. Okay. Yeah. That's why we're... That's right. why we can't go We're just going to by ourselves, yeah. and we can't work out. Right. Because... Yeah. <laughs> right. It's just a big, horrible... It's a mess. It's a hot mess. It's a horrible, vicious cycle. It is terrible. But Um, you can get out. You can. Yeah. Just take responsibility for yourself. Right. You want something different, like you really have to do something different. You can't keep doing the same thing. No. You have to do something different and you can't quit. And you can't keep making excuses and you can't keep validating or justifying your situation or rationalizing it or anything like that. It just doesn't work. It like, doesn't. you can't cheat. No, like, yeah. for real, you can't cheat. You can't be like, oh, I just went on this walk, and, like, now I'm going to eat a big cheeseburger, yeah. and I'm just going to get... No, some people... No, just because nobody even saw that. Right. You can't lie. You it can't still lie. It still counts. Yeah. Yeah. You can't lie. You, you have to be honest with yourself, and you can't quit. You can't make excuses. Like... It will all add up. It's all going to find you. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be triggered if you're sad and fat and things are going to come up and they're going to make you feel bad about yourself. And instead of taking those triggers and like, you know, justifying your situation and justifying how you got to be that way and, and embracing your unhealthiness, you need to take those triggers and use them to fuel yourself to to make improvements in your life and to make changes and to like have that drive you into a more healthy direction. Well, and, and even to just think about things a little more, if you are triggered by something, don't stop at your trigger and just do whatever you need to do in the (laughs) moment to make yourself feel better. Yeah. 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 It's like, Hey, I'm triggered by this. Like, let me break down 
why I feel this way and what I really need and what I need to ask for and what I need to express and where this started and what's the root of this. And, you know, it sounds overwhelming, but it's really fascinating. And if you get into a practice of doing that, you'll just do that every time. You'll just want to understand every impulse that you have and you'll want to break it down instead of just, you know, watching more TV or eating more crappy food or Right, you don't get anywhere. You're just stuck. No. You're just stuck. And you're when just you do gonna, that stuff. Yeah, and your triggers are all they're never going to just magically disappear. So right, you like you have to do something different and not quit. So like when you try something different and it's uncomfortable, it's going to be uncomfortable because it's, it's different new and different. Yeah. <laughs> like but comfortable never made anyone healthy no. or happy, happy or like memorable or anything. Growth happens when you're uncomfortable. Right. Like, because that's when you're stretching and that's when you're creating new pathways. Like, right. um, well, and, and, and just, it happens all the time. It happens every day. Like. You know, even like as a runner. So I'll I'll use this example today. Mm-hmm. I I'm an ultra runner. Like I run the longest distance I've run like at once is 32 miles. Mm. So from sad fat mom. From sad fat mom, and know? now I'm an ultra runner, and now I have big goals for mm. 2017. But like people are like, oh, well, you're just naturally, you know, you're just naturally a- athletic. I'm. I'm not. It's, like, still hard. Um, And, like, even today, I was like, I need to, I'm going to run six miles. And I had, like, all these excuses. It was really cold today in Arizona. It was so cold. And I had to put on, like, different running clothes. And, you know, I had, like, a certain amount of time from when my daughter went to preschool um, before she came back. And I knew, like, if I didn't do it in that time, like, I would just make another excuse. So I just got my clothes on and I was my teeth were chattering I was so cold <laughs> and then I was like I'm just gonna walk out the door I'm just gonna go and mm. we'll see, we'll see what happens and I I finished some phone calls and I you know was walking part of the way and then I was like well I don't have anything else I don't have any other excuse right now so I'm just gonna move and I felt like I was so slow and I was thinking like it would just be so much easier if I was just walking like that would be good like that'd be good enough and I was like no like it doesn't it's not hurting right now it's just uncomfortable it's just harder than not running Mm -hmm. like running is harder than not running but I'm fully capable nothing hurts and I'm not gonna get to where I'm going any fat like I'm gonna get there slower if I'm just walking like I'm not gonna get to where I want to be if I'm just putzing along putzing along like oh let me make sure I'm comfortable (laughs) just because right like that would be silly and I was like actually I have a lot of shit to do so I better just get home and get all that stuff done so I ran the rest of the way and realized like hey, that was actually really fast. It's actually one of my most recent, like, PRs. And, like, I didn't even know it. Like, I was just thinking, like, this is kind of uncomfortable. Right. 
And really, I was, like, making big changes. Totally. <sighs> so, like, that happens every day. Even still, like, even I struggle with that. And, but I know, but it's, like, taking note of those things. Like, just being aware. Right. Every day. Yeah. All the time. Being conscious what you're doing every day, all and the time. And feeling all the things. Yeah. You know? Taking note. Yeah. It's always funny to me, too, how, like, so challenging it can be to, like, get yourself out the door or get up off the couch. You're like, oh, my God, this is it's the way I, I don't want to do this at all. all this is so mental. horrible. And then you go and you do exercise. And afterwards, you're like, I'm so glad I did that. That was, like, not hard at all. That was, I feel so much better. Like, that well, was, it was stupid... hard, But it was, it was hard. Well, yeah. It's just, it was way, it's, you don't regret it. No. No, like, you don't. You, you always feel better. never regret it. Ever. Yeah. Like, you only regret when you're missing out. Yeah. Right. When you didn't do something in your life. When you didn't get up off the couch. Yeah. But it really is so mental just to start. Yeah. And yeah. that's where people are just, they have this mental block just to start starting and they just get in their own way mm -hmm. you know and then in each other's way yeah so we need to stop that yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, for real and just encourage each other like i instead of validating the laziness yeah the shittiness yeah the complacency yes just do something. Well, and you have to start. Just, you have to just do something all the time. It's never going to be the perfect conditions. No, nope. it's never going to be perfect timing. It's never going to feel, feel amazing. good. Yeah. yeah, you just have to do it anyway. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll exercise like one day a month, right? When the conditions are perfect. I mean, yeah. you know, you just would never and do anything. And that doesn't get you any results. No, no. So, because that's what you're already doing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Whenever you feel like it. Well, and I loved what we were talking about the other day, and this is why you are a successful health and wellness coach and I'm not. Because, <laughs> because you know, there was this, you know, whatever photo in some random group and, and this, you know, overweight. Well, it's like not only was she overweight, but you could just, her face was puffy. Her skin didn't look very good. Her her hair was kind of thin and limp. Like, you could just tell she was not a healthy person. But she posted a photo, and she was like, oh, you know, someone thought I was a grandma today, and I'm not. Someone thought I was pregnant today, and I'm not. What do you guys think? And, of course, everyone's chiming in saying, oh, my God, you look amazing. <laughs> and it's like, why are we just talking about her looks? Right. So, of course, I was like, oh, she's fucking fat and lazy because <laughs> I'm just an impatient <laughs> asshole. But, but Heather was like made this beautiful comment to this woman and was like, hey, how do you feel? Like, are you fueling your body, you know, with good shit every day? Are you challenging yourself? Are you having human contact? Like, are you moving? How do you feel? You know, and she was like, oh, huh. Actually, I feel like shit, you and know? I have and some medical things yeah, happening. Yeah. And that's right. <laughs> and yeah. it's like, let's connect those two. It's not about this woman getting skinny. It's not about her looking hot. It's about how she feels. Right. And then she's going to smile, and then she's yeah. going to radiate, and then she's going to have, like, an appearance about her. Mm -hmm. Right. That's because... way more than just her her physical, right. you know, yeah. whatever. Right. Her. I've had people tell me, like, you used to be, like, a shell of a person. Like, a giant shell yes. mm -hmm. of a person. 
Because I did used to weigh like 90 pounds more than I do right now. Mm. Yeah. And that's insane. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, I can't, I just remember like that feeling of like desperation and it doesn't have to be like that. No. You just have to change what you're doing and you have to keep, like you have to keep making the changes like over and over and over and over and over even when you don't want to. Well, and I think another, like, big thing people use where they're like, oh, I can't do this or I can't do that, because um, nobody else around them is, is doing anything like oh, that. Oh, yeah. And they're going to be unsupported, but it's, like, it's a catch-22, because once you start making changes and doing healthy things and eating healthy and getting outside and all this stuff, you're going to attract those kinds of people, mm-hmm. you know, and all of a sudden, because if you're you know, kind of overweight and derpy and kind of sad and kind of just, you know, you're going to attract those same kinds of people and then you guys are just going to be Going to validate that. each other. Yeah. But if you start getting out of the house and you start taking walks and you check out the farmer's market and you whatever, whatever right. it is that you're going to do, you're going to meet, obviously, other people that are doing the same thing and then you're going to motivate each other. Right. To keep doing things, to do cooler things, right. to try new things. It's a snowball. To, you know? Like it really is a snowball effect. Yeah. Like the hardest part really is starting. Yeah. Like just do it. Because mm-hmm. the change is only gonna come from you. Right. Nobody's gonna like hand you a no, new yeah. life. Nobody you cares know? if you're like fat. No, we're like, all nobody so cares. Selfish. Right. We're <laughs> so <laughs> selfish. Yeah. We're all worried about ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. So like nobody cares. It doesn't matter to them if you just had to like go out and buy all new stretchy pants like because you don't fit into anything anymore like nobody notices that it's like that's like a slow thing that nobody ever notices right only you notice Mm -hmm. when you're sizing up and like and you're the one that has to live in your body in your body for the rest of your life you know and when i was over when i was 90 pounds overweight like i felt like who is this person like on me? Mm-hmm. Like that's a person. <laughs> I was a person. Yeah. And I was like, what is that? My body was just so not mine anymore. Like mm-hmm. it was so bizarre. And when I would see myself in photos, I was like shocked. <laughs> Like we should post, I'll post in in the <laughs> yeah. b- below the audio we track. Should. I'll post because yeah. Heather and Chris both have really great like side by sides, <laughs> like the old me and the new me, yeah. and it's really it's, it's really, really cool. bizarre. Yeah, yeah. But I just really didn't feel like who I was, like spiritually and emotionally, and mm. like in yeah. my mind, like that's what is this? Yeah, extra weight on me. Like what it's. It was really just dragging me down. Like, it wasn't letting me be me. Physically and metaphorically. (laughs) Right. Mentally. Completely. Like, I've done a complete 180. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Maybe we should end on that high note. Sure. (laughs) So, um... We love you guys for listening. <laughs> get outside and move. Get some fresh air and some and just, sunlight. Just start. Just start. Start somewhere. Just go eat, walk around your block. Yeah. Eat whole and foods. then don't stop. Yeah. Don't buy boxes of foods. Eat yeah. whole foods. Yeah. Yeah. Eat produce. Eat fruit. Eat veggies. Fuel your body. Fuel yeah. your body. Consciously fuel yes. your body. Like a fine car. Yeah. Embrace home cooking. Seriously. <laughs> yes. Like... 
be like just get into it like it's super fun and that was a huge huge change for us i feel like that was one of the biggest things i mean because it's exercise can be hard and it can suck to like you know work up to like get into that but like home cooking is really fun even and it's like super easy to make really really good food with like really clean healthy fresh ingredients inexpensively inexpensively that like fuel your body and help you lose weight and all of the things um and it's enjoyable and it's a lot of fun and just get into it like go on pinterest and look up a bunch of fun recipes or or derp Take our e-course. Yes. <laughs> yes. We have a really beautiful, fantastic, amazing, inspiring course called Reality Rehab, like I kind of mentioned briefly in the beginning, but it's for you guys because we used to be there. We, like we just told you, you know, we used to have crappy jobs and be in bad relationships and feel like crap all day and we didn't know why and we didn't know where to start. And so this is where you can start. We'll, we lay it all out there for you in this course. It's a four-month online program, and it'll take you through your friendships, your relationships, your sexual health, your what you're putting in your body, what you're putting on your body, your community, your spirituality, how you make money. Just it will give you somewhere to start, and you can start building your your little path to freedom. You know, whatever that looks like for you. You can change your whole life. You can be a different person. Yeah. It's like a recipe. Like you know, if you follow the rules, yeah. you follow the guide. Like you're gonna have something. You're gonna have an amazing yeah. at the end. Yeah. You can so. be an inspiration to yourself and others. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, thanks for listening. <laughs> Buy our course, share our podcast, tell tell everyone. Until next time.